0: Hello and welcome to The 66 Letters. I'm AJ. (laughs) And laughing next to me is Brooke. Oh gosh. And uh, you know, today we're going to be talking to you about submitting to one another within marriage and what that looks like. Uh, We're already laughing and goofing off because uh, we know it's going to be a fun conversation. We actually, we really, really enjoy this conversation. Definitely. and we talk about it many times. We know it's something we need to revisit within our own marriage. Um, but then also when we uh, when we see other couples and how they're struggling, this is typically the passage that we come back to. Um, and uh, so we're just sitting here. We're going to talk with you guys about this. Uh, our dog is chilling with us. He's cozy and I think he's taking a nap right now. So uh, before we get started on the discussion aspect of it, uh, Brooke is going to read um, Ephesians 5.22. So if you want to join us, we're going to be in Ephesians 5.22. She's going to read the passage. I will pray and then we'll we'll launch into this conversation.
1: Hi, I'm, I'm the wife, Brooke. Sorry about my giggling. Um, <laughs> let's start here. Uh, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish." In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church.
0: Father God, we come to you and we just want to have a great conversation on what you intended for marriage, how it was supposed to be before the fall in Genesis 3, and how even without the perfect marriage, because we certainly don't have a perfect marriage, um, what it looks like to have a Christ-centered marriage. And Lord, just guide our conversation. And I pray that the people that are listening to this would have a receptive ear and an attentive heart. These things we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. So... I already hear, uh, I already hear the women going, "Oh my gosh, submit!" And I already hear the guys like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to love my wife. I know how to do that." And what I'm going to say here is, if you're already resistant to this topic, then you're not being focused on Christ in this moment. Um, because there's more to submission. As far as the ladies go, there is more to submission than what you're already resisting. And men, if you're already going, I already know how to love my wife, and you're not receptive to what there might actually be more to, um, I just want to just hope you take a moment to get yourself in a posture of humility, um, because that's the only way that we grow. I know in our marriage, when, I, when I'm when i operating outside of humility, um, aka arrogance or pride, that's when a lot of our conflict happens
1: mm-hmm. and vice versa <laughs> and, and vice versa.
0: Um, and you know, I, I do want to say, I, I know we hear this passage a lot and we hear, Oh yeah, I love and submit and all this stuff. But I, I think we don't spend enough time on it. I think we just kind of go, okay, yeah, I just love my wife uh, and I'm speaking more to men right now. Like we, we just go, yeah, okay. Love my wife. But here's the deal. This isn't just a, a worldly Love your wife. This is a God calling, Christ-centered, biblically written passage on how how to love your wife. Not just with some superficial worldly affection, but with a deep-rooted Christ-like affection, and that is a completely different level. Um. So, um, my first question that I have for you. Um, is the question that I asked you a couple weeks ago about what does it look like for a woman to submit to her husband?
1: Well, I will say it's not to be barefoot and pregnant in front of a sink washing dishes, which is what I think, <laughs> which is really like, you know, like the picturesque thing of like what women think of whenever they're like, oh, submit to your husband's, you know, like I know that that is Definitely not the day and age that we live in, but that's still kind of the picture that a lot of women get if they're and not focused on you know what Christ has to say about that in His Word.
0: But that's also a part of the picture. I do have to say, right before this, she was at the sink, <laughs> pregnant, barefoot. So yeah, there washing, might be a little we
1: washing, bit, dishes, washing dishes. So, yeah. so there
0: might be a little bit of truth to that. Yeah. But it goes beyond that.
1: Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Um, you know, I think in, in, at least in, in what I've experienced so far and what I understand, you know, submitting to, to your husband being is, is really operating out of a place of humility. I mean, that's, we've already talked about that in a general sense, but really as a wife, like being in a, in a, in a place where, you know, you can trust your husband, which you should be able to do before you get married. <laughs> Don't get married to someone you can't full heartedly trust. Um, And, you know, the only reason why I trusted you as much as I did um, even before we got married is because I knew how much you love the Lord. And Mm -hmm. I think that when you get into a marriage with someone who doesn't love the Lord um, or who isn't, you know, you may love the Lord, but you're not following after God. Like, it's really hard to have that trust. And I think for me, like, I, I didn't, I never second guessed that. You know, I knew, I knew your heart and I knew that, no matter what, even if your pride or, you know, got in the way or your arrogance got in the way at some point, you know, like you were always going to recenter on, okay, who am I supposed to be as a husband right now? And what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's where it starts. It starts with being able to trust that, you know, trust your husband and be able to, to put your emotions aside and put aside, you know, what you may feel strongly about. And just trusting his guidance, you know. And there there are some times that I really feel like the Holy Spirit is like, no, like, you need to say something. This needs to be a conversation. And I'm not afraid to say something <laughs> because I know it's not coming from a place of emotion. It's coming from a spirit-filled place of like, hey, we need to have this conversation. This is where I'm headed, you know. And nine times out of ten, like, we end up being on the same page, same page at the end of it. So. Definitely,
0: definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a pin in submission for a minute. And, um... I think we'll just take a moment if you're okay with it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um first to share our different backgrounds coming yeah. into our marriage so that maybe there's a better understanding of why we work so well, but also the the ongoing why there is an ongoing conversation <laughs> of of all of this.
1: Yeah. Um I guess I, well, I mean, I definitely did not grow up in the church. <laughs> I guess that's where you're headed with this. <laughs>
0: well, th- that and relationships that you yeah, had, had yeah, tried. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, as much as I loved the Lord, um, I was a still very like new Christian and I didn't have.
0: What age did you come to know the Lord? Uh,
1: 20, was it 22, 22? 22. Yeah. Okay. Um, AJ always really good about remembering dates and time. I, I, I don't, I, my, 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 brain doesn't track that way. So <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so I came to know the Lord at 22 and I'm almost 29. <laughs> so it's been a little while now. I've had some time to, to learn and to grow, but, um, as a new Christian, I, I still had no idea what I was doing. Um, I lived a very, very worldly life before I knew Christ. Um, that is a whole conversation for another time, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, even afterwards, like I still, I still didn't really understand what that looked like in relationships. And so I was just looking for security, but it was a worldly security and I was looking for love, but it was a very worldly love because that's all I understood, You know, um, I didn't know really what it looked like to, for a man to love Christ. I'd never been around anybody like that before. Um, and so.
0: And I I would um, interject here. Like you also had the struggle of, I'm going to give them a boost a little bit. Well-intentioned guys (laughs) who claim to be Christian.
1: Yeah. But (laughs) as
0: you said it earlier, maybe they did love the Lord, but they, they weren't pursuing the Lord. Right. And so their ability to really love you and lead you yeah, was impossible, really.
1: It really was. I mean, and looking back, I can see that. And especially now being married to you. <laughs> I that mean, is. it is like it is like a whole new world. It is an amazing, amazing experience because I just, I thought I knew what love was. You know, I really did. I thought I knew what that looked like, what... I don't know. I just, I was so naive, very naive, you know, and it took, it took really getting to know who Christ was Mm. to really be able to see that in you, you know, before I even met you. So when I did see that in you, I was like, oh, oh, okay, God, this is, this is what it looks like. (laughs) All right, we're going to get married.
0: And, and that's that's a really good point. Yeah. That for for you to even know and understand and see what you were needing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you had to be grounded in Christ first, just like I needed to be grounded in Christ first. Like the only way those that character development happened was mm-hmm. that you were centered on Christ, I was centered on Christ, and then you, you saw that in me and I saw that in you. Yeah, and you know, as far as a little bit of background on me, not everybody knows. Um, I I was married previously, uh, divorced, um, never advocating for divorce. I'm I'm against divorce, um, but what I will say is God has used that moment of heartache and despair, and has turned it into something good. And part of that was that the the spirit really awakened me to where I was wrong in my first marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, How I was actually, I'm going to say how I was over dominant of, Hey, I'm going this direction. You just follow me. Um, And then of course my, my ex-wife is a type A personality as well. And so um, there was a butting of heads and she, she wasn't submitting, but I also wasn't, wasn't leading the way that I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so through the divorce, through the fallout of all of that and really trying to figure out what the heck I was doing in life mm-hmm. is where I came to know Christ really, truly in a very beautiful sense. And and then of course that's, you know, pretty soon after that is when we ran into each other here in Brownwood. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think like knowing that part of your story too, is like what, what really made me fall in love with you. Like. Is that you were able to talk about the things that that you did wrong and the things that that and the ways that you you didn't lead, and you're like and and I see that now and i i I want to change that and i'm i'm I've changed some things in myself and i've I've grown closer closer with christ, and I've become a better man, and i've you know done all these things to to better you know where I'm going, and it's not just my way anymore you know
0: yeah.
1: and yeah, it was just Really.
0: Side note, gentlemen, when you go to therapy and deal with your issues, it's really hot to women. Just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Am I wrong?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I wrong? It is, it is a, a, it shows humility in a way that you can't just talk about. You know, it really is the act of, of being humble enough to say, like, hey, I messed up. And I need to fix some things in order to be a decent human. <laughs> right. And, yeah,
0: so. All right, so we're going to go back to the pinned ver- uh pinned message of submission. Yes. And, you know, you, you started us off in Ephesians 5.22, which is what a lot of people are familiar with. You know, as soon mm-hmm. as you even hit that, you know, people see the, the title head of, like, either, mine says marriage, Christ, in the church. Sometimes it'll say, husbands and wives I don't, do you have you don't have a section head do you no no okay um but uh, it, it's pretty familiar you get to the end of chapter 5 of ephesians and everyone's like ah yes the <laughs> the verses on marriage mm-hmm. um but one thing i i do want to highlight um is in verse 21 and so keep in mind that this passage prior to verse 22 so verses let me look at this real quick 17 through 21 of Ephesians 5, is to the body of believers. And in the, at the very last piece, Paul writes, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into this passage of, hey, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head. So, the first thing that you know you you talked about what you know what it how it's good for submission for women but men let me tell you this you're also to submit to your wife and i'm not saying in a allowing her to just lead and call the shots kind of way but if you can't humble yourself and be open to the the idea of her knowing something more than you or having a better sense of a direction that you need to be going, then you're you're gonna man you're gonna miss a lot and you're gonna have a lot of conflict because a wife is gonna feel unheard. Um and and it was man it was such a tough tough swill to Apollo. <laughs> it was a tough pill to swallow. Um the very first time I think that you and I I don't even think we were married yet we were just we were dating
1: yeah
0: and. Um, I don't remember even what the topic was about I don't at the time, but <laughs> I remember you saying, "Hey, I, I just I've been praying about it, and I I think we need to be going this direction." And my my instinct of my flesh <laughs> was, "Listen here, woman, you do not tell me what we're going to do." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and it was later in the day that the Holy Spirit like. You know, if he was a human form, you know, grabbed me by the shirt and got in my face and was like, you said you were going to do things differently in your marriage. And I was like, oh, crap. And so I ended up coming back to you later that night and I was like, hey, so listen, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but but I think, and I'll comment to this, you know, let me know what you think on this. I, I think that submission to one another is just simply remaining humble and serving one another.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it all goes back to just, I mean, it really, as much as we keep saying it, it really does go back to humility. Um, and just not thinking of yourself high, higher than the other person, you know, like there is a, a biblical, you know, tier of, of, of leadership within a marriage, obviously, you know, we just read about that. Um, and that should be, should be respected and it should be, um, acknowledged, but there's also this, this mutual, you know, respect and humility that needs to happen in order for you to, to have conversations and to do things together because it isn't just about one person saying hey we're doing this and the other person following you know like and if that's how your relationship works and that's how you both you know are then great good for you but we're not that way (laughs) no i i was very strong
0: independent (laughs) woman
1: you know like that's just that's how i am you know i've 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 had to do life on my own for for a long a long time you know before before i met you and so you know, having to, to mesh <laughs> that kind of, that world with, with someone else's, it did, it did take a lot of humility. It took a lot of, okay, like we have to do this stuff together and, and we can't do that if, if it's just one person, you know, leading and the other person's just like, okay, whatever you say, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, like you said earlier, someone ends up feeling like they're not heard. Someone end, ends up feeling like, they're not being respected, and they're they're just a doormat, and that should never be the case, you know. Right.
0: So. I I think, uh, my misgiving when it comes to, uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this very carefully. <laughs> I think that my misgiving of a vocal woman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: AKA you, because you're a strong, <laughs> independent woman, and I love that about you, is. And and how it played out incorrectly in my previous marriage is my mom constantly undermined my dad's authority and overrode his authority um, with me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that, and I didn't like that. And that was before I had the Holy Spirit to tell me why I didn't like it. I just, as a kid, I just, it f- felt wrong. Right. Um, but then as I became a believer, and then started studying the scriptures and learning more of the husband, wife role. Um, it was like, man, my mom, she really skewed that. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, Beth, Bethany, you know, she was type a, so she was very vocal with me. And because I wasn't in the right place either (laughs) mentally, spiritually, it just, it, it rubbed me raw Mm -hmm. the wrong way and everything. Um, but realizing that there there is supposed to be, there is supposed to be this place where you and I come together, we talk, you know, we hash out the, the variables of everything, and then we, you know, we sync up on, okay, well, then this is what we're going to do. It's not about compromise, I don't think. I think it's about getting rid of the fluff mm-hmm. of maybe maybe a past emotional experience that is guiding that and that doesn't need to be there or pride that might be on one of our parts Mm -hmm. um and so it you know it's kind of the threshing floor of getting rid of all the fluff to then know okay this is this is what we need to be doing yeah
1: i think you know a lot of times when we're having an emotional reaction to something like one we really probably shouldn't be having the conversation you know and and there have (laughs) been times where like you know what like I'm feeling very emotional about this right now and I don't know why. And so I, can we just talk about this later? You know, like we've, we've both had those moments of like, this is, this is bringing up something emotional for me. And you know, like maybe seeing red at the moment. And so we're like, I don't know what it is, but I know that we don't need to be talking right now, you know? And so again, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like a broken record now. Um, I didn't realize we were going to talk about humility so much, <laughs> but it really is. It's it's about having like that moment of, you know, okay, I, I realize in myself that this is an emotional moment and I need to pull away. I need to step away and I need to, to figure out what it is that is emotionally happening so that I can talk about that and feel heard and feel understood. And then we can move on to what the topic is that we're trying to discuss, you right. know?
0: So. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you're right. We have mentioned humility a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, I think a lot of that. So, you know, a lot of us are familiar. And again, I try to not always assume that everybody knows scripture and knows the Bible and knows how everything's supposed to work.
1: I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> marriage is a reflection of the triune God. And marriage is a reflection of what us as individuals have a relationship with Jesus like. I've heard it worded this way: Marriage is the is the front line of the gospel. It's the opportunity for uh, for us to humble ourselves, for us to be led by the Spirit, and that's how Jesus did things. He humbled Himself. He was led by the Spirit. He was submissive to God the Father, and then that's how we're supposed to follow. Right? Is we as individuals are supposed to be Spirit led, be submissive to Jesus, Mm -hmm. be willing to follow. And, and all it does is it trickles down into then as the assuming biblical marriage, mm-hmm. let me say it that way, assuming biblical marriage, as Jesus did that and set that example, perfect example, the man ought to be pursuing that example. And then the woman ought to be pursuing that example.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Now we, <laughs> you know, we can see in, you know, we referenced Genesis three, you know, there was a breakdown in communication, um, uh, there was a breakdown in leadership on adam's part Mm -hmm. along with some blaming Mm um i'm not really sure what was going on with eve but you know she she got seduced she is really what it got came down to is her flesh was seduced and i think that's what happens a lot of times is the the leadership in men begins to break down the wife gets seduced in her flesh not in a sexual seduction kind of way but in a well, I'm not finding that within my husband, and I want to feel secure and safe and led. And so either she becomes what comes off as, as a nagging woman, mm-hmm. um, or she, not it's the right thing, but she looks for someone else to fill that emotional need. Um, so I'm curious, because this portion of scripture that, that we're going to touch now is... Um, men lead lead your wife or love your wife as Christ does the church presenting her holy and blameless what does that look like from your perspective in our marriage
1: yeah i remember the first time <laughs> that you brought that uh that verse up um and i mean we we've talked about this topic since i mean really since we got married um, even before then, you know, and and you brought that up, and it was part of scripture that. I I don't ever think I I really caught or paid attention to, um, and then you know you were talking about you know, I guess you were just studying that part, and maybe it was something you were going through through one of your ministry things, and um, and it really just kind of took me by surprise. But then I started looking for those things in our marriage, like what is. How is he leading in in that way? You know, because I knew it was something that that you were you were trying to do, and so you know I think it just it comes down to you talking with me about you know your journey spiritually. Gosh, I just said journey. Oh, oh man, a journey. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we yeah we we have we have issue with we, journey. Yeah, and I just said it. Not Anyways, the band. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you know. um but you know in your walk with god like god, i don't remember what i was going with that now now that i said journey um anyways
0: she got lost in the journey <laughs> <laughs>
1: um anyways so so you know you've talked about that several times and i think that it it looks like you leading by example you know um because I, I want to follow you, you know, like that's my natural inclination is to, is to follow you. And so when you're, when you're leading by example in in your everyday life, like it makes me want to do that, you know, even more so, um, not just by like the Holy spirit conviction, but like, man, like I should be, I should be doing those things too, you know? Um, and I think it just, it comes out in, in your leadership. It comes out in, in how you treat me. It comes out in how you, you lift me up, um, with your words and your actions. And yeah, I think it just, it it boils down to how, how you love me like Christ loves me. You know, that's something that I've always just really appreciated and has really, to this day, has has just kind of blown me away because I never thought that someone would love me in that way, but you do. And, (laughs) Yeah, so I think that all of that together, you know, kind of sums up in that presenting me without, you know, whatever the verse is. Right. You
0: know? <laughs> Holy and blameless.
1: Holy and blameless, that, yeah. <laughs> without blemish. Without blemish, yeah. I'm I'm definitely not ever going to get that far, but, yeah. you know, uh, your leadership has, has a big, big part in that. And so, men, if you're not <laughs> leading your wives in a way, if you're not leading by example, then you're not fulfilling that.
0: Yeah, and let let's talk. I'm gonna talk on it, and you can chime in. Let's talk leadership in a marriage. It's not just, it's not just I make the decisions and I point the direction, and and that's just what we do. The leadership is, um, we reading us reading the Bible together, us praying together, us having conversations on the Bible, us having conversations about. Where we're struggling or where we're finding success in our walk, um, and that doesn't always look the same every day. Like we don't, we don't read our Bibles every day. Now, if you're a couple that that y'all do read your Bible every day, that I mean, that's great. Um, but it it's different. It changes. It depends on the day. It depends on what we're going through. It depends on what we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we
1: should be reading our Bibles. Every I mean, day. <laughs> I mean, you should, well, certainly you should be
0: reading your Bible as often as possible. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but. You can't just cookie cutter it, you know? It's kind of, it's kind of like dating. Like if you and I went to the same place at the same time every day of the month, that would get really boring. In fact, it has you know, that's part of why we even talked about like, hey, let's start planning dates a little more mm-hmm. intentionally because we want to change things up and we want to keep things going. And mm-hmm. and I think that's how it works in our relationship with God. But I think that's how it works in the relationship between the man and the wife is, mm-hmm. man, you can't just go in and expect to pray the same prayer every time at six in the morning.
1: Right, right. There's
0: There's mm-hmm. got to be more, more to it. Um And it's not just about... It's a sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. And if I can toot my own horn, because you speak about it pretty often, <laughs> when I tell you that I would do anything for you, mm-hmm. do I do anything for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, trust me, ladies, I have put him to the test. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just to see, like, okay, is he is he really serious, you know? And, of course, that'll, not in a take-advantage kind of way, but... And
0: I've never felt that way. Yeah,
1: but in certain situations where I'm like, he's he's going to be like, okay, no, but listen. You know, but he doesn't. He's just like, anything for you, honey, you know? And I'm just like, wow, he really means that, you know? And I like to say the same in return, but there's been a couple of things I'm like, honey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> there have been. And th- they're goofy things, but still, yeah. you know...
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that that's really what it comes down to is 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 the man leading spiritually, not just in decision making is he leading spiritually, and is he loving sacrificially because isn't that what Jesus did for us? He led us into what a relationship with God looks like, and then he sacrificially he sacrificed himself he sacrificially. Loved us by dying on the cross to present us holy and blameless without blemish. And so, why would a man, if he's pursuing Christ, Mm -hmm. why would he not have that pursuit and love for his wife?
1: Right. Yeah. I think. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, AJ's a lot better at uh, keeping his his thought process in one line. I have <laughs> I have pretty bad ADHD, so you know I'm always you know thinking all kinds of things at the time. But
0: I think another thing that w- maybe we can finish up on here is it's a continually growing process. Like we, I would say we had an advantage coming into our marriage that we had some life circumstances that had mm-hmm. that had humbled us and taught us and positioned us in a way for us to be completely madly in love with each other but it didn't just stop there we've continued to have hard conversations we've continued to grow together we've continued to connect continued to love and it's changing and it, and it's going to continue to change as we have a baby on the way now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: but we didn't just stop at, okay, cool. We're married. That's it. We, we've continued to, to evolve. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we both had the understanding, like going in, like one from your previous experience and just me just experiencing life and the terrible, terrible relationships that I had been in, you know, that, marriage and love and and all those things like it it isn't just this honeymoon stage of of feeling like it is a continual process that we you have to continue to grow and to learn and to to be able to to grow with each other and and to walk hand in hand with with each other and with Christ
0: yeah I feel like our our honeymoon phase was like the whole whopping five weeks that we dated (laughs) and then and then when we got married and you moved in we really did like learn like oh wow we really do have different ways that we do things different Mm -hmm. ways that we think um yeah and i think now we have a pretty good operating system but it's still a matter of growing together and communicating Mm -hmm. and you know what worked you know six months ago isn't necessarily going to be what works today and yeah I can I can't get stuck in that thinking of well, I brought her chocolates that one day so like <laughs> that works right like it's it's continually growing together in Christ mm-hmm. and let me emphasize that in Christ mm-hmm. not just growing as a human or growing as a person which is great mm-hmm. but if Christ isn't the center point of that growth right then you you're going to lose you, you as a couple you're going to lose track of each other mm-hmm. Cause you're so focused on you and your growth and you don't have that commonality of Christ helping keep your eyes fixed mm-hmm. to the, to the center and everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still feel like we're in our honeymoon stage. <laughs> I just, I
0: think that we just have a really solid relationship.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just, I enjoy waking up to my husband every day and getting to see, how we maneuver life for that day, you know, it's always different. And like today when I came home like an
0: hour and 15 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Cuz of work. Was, yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, it's just it's those little things, you know. I think still what what's been our biggest struggle throughout our entire marriage. <laughs> it's kind of goofy, but like we get frustrated with each other when we're trying to serve one another and the other person is like, <laughs> no, I'm trying to serve you. And I'm like, but you always serve me in this way. Like, let me serve you. Like, I'm trying to, 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 to do that. I'm trying to be Christ to you. And it's yeah. like, no, but I'm trying to, you know. And so <laughs> Definitely. it's just trying to, you know, figure out those little things. Hopefully and, that will
0: continue to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. where we're trying to outserve each other. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> awesome. Any final remarks
1: no i think i've i've said all i need to say at the moment so so.
0: i just gotta say i have a very beautiful wife (laughs) she has a beautiful heart thank you honey she's a beautiful woman and i can't wait for the next 50 60 years of life Thank you for tuning in to The 66 Letters. Brooke and I thoroughly enjoyed getting to just be candid and transparent about our marriage, about scripture, about how we still have our struggles from time to time. Uh, Hope that you were blessed. Hope that you learned something. Um, And as always, I'm always open to feedback, comments, um, or critiques. So again, thank you for checking in to The 66 Letters.